Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hello, hi neighbor, <laughs> happy Monday, happy Moonday, how are you doing today, how are you doing this morning, afternoon, evening? Maybe it's a Tuesday when you're listening to this. Maybe it's a Wednesday. Maybe you are one of my beautiful future listeners and you're going to be hearing this in the year 2023. (laughs) Wherever you are in whatever time or space you are, hello and a very big and warm welcome from me. If you've never been here before, hey, I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for this Moonday Musings episode. So let's see here. How are you feeling? Should probably be the first question that I ask you. <laughs> um, because the eclipse feelings are probably a pretty strong right about now. Um, I know that those of us, very much myself included with major placements on the Taurus-Scorpio axis. We're going to be feeling these eclipse vibes very strongly. However, I also want to make note, it's not just those signs um, or those placements, I should say. But keep in mind the different signs that Scorpio and Taurus make aspects to. So these are both fixed signs. And that means that they square the other two fixed signs, which is Aquarius and Leo. So if you have major Aquarius and Leo placements, which I also do, (laughs) I have a lot that these eclipses really nail, Um, those are going to be um, affected in a certain way. A little bit more confrontation, going to feel a little bit of the challenge there with those placements from Aquarius, Leo, and Taurus. You're going to feel a little bit confronted potentially, uh, and that might lead to some feelings of defensiveness that I want to make you aware of. But also keep in mind, if you're a water sign in general, that means that Scorpio transits make aspects a trine aspect to your water placements if you have Pisces or Cancer placements as well. Um, These are just some of the many, many ways that an eclipse or any transit can affect your singular chart, okay? Um, It's a lot, but once you start getting the hang of it, I promise. There's so many of you that I think you need that message from me more than any other message I'm about to give you on the rest of this episode. I just want to say this to you. Spirit just downloaded this to me right now, okay? Here it is. You're doing really good with your astrology studies and your magical and spiritual studies, okay? I see you. I know how much effort that you're putting into this. And I know that you're telling yourself that it's not enough, but it is. You're doing a really good job and you've made a lot of progress. You've come so much further than where you originally began. And that deserves plenty of praise and appreciation. I just want you to know that, okay? Because guess what? Astrology is complicated as fuck, y'all. And we got to be nice. We got to be nice to ourselves while we're studying it. If you listen to me talk about it, 
And it makes you feel shitty because you're like, I'm never going to be able to talk about it the way that Danny does. I want you to remember that every single person said that to themselves when they were facing a new skill or trade or study. Okay. Every single person has said, I'm never going to be able to do it like that when they're starting something brand new. So I want you to really pay homage to how far you've come since you started because it's worth something, okay? All right, now, so how are you feeling? Again, because <laughs> this, this partial solar new moon and Scorpio eclipse uh, might definitely be ringing some bells for you. Now, I'm not going to go super into anything really about this eclipse because Ashley of Starseed Shadows and myself, of course, released our Shadow Chats episode last week. So I hope that that episode helped you feel a little bit more prepared, a little bit more mindful and intentional um, coming upon this eclipse tomorrow. And if you haven't already listened to that episode or if you think you would benefit from listening to it again, which you very well may um, with it coming tomorrow, go ahead and listen to last week's episode to really get in the Scorpio solar eclipse vibes. Now, if you don't know that much about eclipses in general, and you want to know more about them, um, or maybe you're just getting started, or maybe you want a little refresher, I actually have a previous episode on eclipses that I have linked in this episode for you. Okay, so you can go to the show notes below or you can just scroll back. Um, A little while ago was my eclipse kind of 101. I think it was either the very end, it was a long time ago, it was either the very end of 2021 or the very beginning of 2022. I think it was the beginning of this year, but I'm very sorry. I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay. But it's linked. It's linked. Okay, now what is going on with the moon and the planets this week? So that partial solar eclipse, like I said, for a reminder for exact times is tomorrow, Tuesday, October 25th. That's happening at two degrees of Scorpio. And this will be at 4.48 a.m. Mountain Time. So since it's in the early hours of tomorrow morning, that's why I'm saying you might be feeling those vibes pretty strongly today. You can also check your Cosmic Quickie email from today uh, for this week with those exact moon times in it as well for you. Now, some of the planetary characters we got this week, and boy, are they characters or what? So... Jupiter, who is retrograde and has been retrograde for quite some time, but will be finally stationing direct later this month, I believe, if not November. Again, sorry, not on the top of my head. But um, I do have a little handy retrograde uh, cheat sheet on my Instagram, if you would like to take a look at those dates. Now, Jupiter, who's been retrograde for some time now, in Aries, will actually be moving back into the sign of Pisces. And just like we talked about on a few moon days ago when Mercury was stationed direct and it started in Libra and then it dipped back into Virgo um, and then, right, once it stations direct, it makes its way forward again and goes back from Virgo back into Libra. Um, The same exact thing happens with all of the retrograde planets all the time. And now, Jupiter is the player we're talking about. So Jupiter's been retrograde in Aries pretty much its entire retrograde cycle, and it's going to spend taking the whole cycle into consideration a relatively short amount of time in Pisces. But um, the last time 
that Jupiter was in Pisces was essentially to give a very rough timeline all of last year. Um, So Jupiter moved into Aries officially in May of this year, May of 2022. So prior to that, Jupiter was in its one of its home signs, Pisces. And when a planet goes back into a sign that um, it came from uh, due to a retrograde cycle, we can feel a little bit confronted with or surrounded by some themes, some lessons, events, relationships, etc. from that last period of time when that planet was in that sign. So for example, it is now late 2022, um, but you might find that some stuff from your late 2021 past makes itself known to you. You might find the need or calling to reflect and review on some things that it might feel like right now, like what? That was a long time ago. But as we always remember with retrograde cycles, this is for a reason. We're being reconfronted with this for a reason. We're being asked to reconsider for a reason. Um, Now, I have a great previous episode on retrograde cycles also linked here for you in the show notes. And if you are a member of that witch school, any tier level, um, next door neighbor, all the way to full-time student on my blog is a great, really handy retrograde cycles guide. If you are, um, really wanting to kind of dive in and learn more about just retrogrades in general, not just mercury retrograde, that is already available to you. I don't know if you know that or if I've mentioned that, but you get access to all the content that I already put out, by the way, that everyone in that witch school has had access to these last uh, seven months. You get back access to all of that. I think I forgot to mention that. So there's a ton of stuff for you to go on and start exploring right now, in addition to just awesome stuff coming your way, of course. All right. Now, on to our next character. And again, what a character he is, right? Is Mercury. And that little devil is moving from Libra into Scorpio this Saturday, the 29th. So that means that. <clears throat> the vibe, especially when it comes to communication and our interaction and the overall vibe with one another is going to feel a little bit different. There's definitely going to be a little bit of mood shift. There always is um, anytime we have an ingress. When when a planet moves from one sign to the next, that's an ingress. It's always going to be a big mood shift because if you look at all neighboring signs, Virgo to Libra, Libra to Scorpio, Scorpio to Sag, Sag to Cap, right? I could keep going. Neighboring signs are not very alike one another. There is always a pretty decent shift. And that means we can always expect quite a transition um, feeling and theme all around in general. That vibe of transitions will definitely, definitely be abound as we move through this both of these ingresses, honestly, with Jupiter retrograde ingressing back into Pisces from Aries and with Mercury ingressing from Libra into Scorpio. Expect things to get a little moodier. Expect things to get a little bit more intense. And I mean that in the most beautiful, badass way. Um, 
expect things to get a little more sensual, a little sexy, a little more intimate. Um, But that also asks for a little bit more vulnerability and it demands a lot more truth. So keep that in mind as Mercury moves into Scorpio this weekend. And then finally, a transit I am very excited and somewhat nervous to talk to you about, only because of my personal attachments to it. Um, This Sunday, October 30th, happy birthday to me. (laughs) Uh, My birthday is October 30th. I was born the day before Halloween, and it's 100% why I love Halloween so much um, and why I love Samhain so much. But on Sunday, the 30th, on my birthday, no, that was not the announcement. (laughs) I just was making note of why I have a personal attachment to it. Um, That would be hilarious, though, if I used my birthday as an actual, like, forecast to give you. (laughs) By the way, on Saturday, the 30th, it will be my solar return. Okay, anyways. uh, No, my solar return is the day before. Anyways, anyways. uh, Mars. That guy Mars. Mars is currently in Gemini. Who else has Mars in Gemini? This host talking to you right here. And on this host's birthday, who also has a Mars in Gemini, Mars will be officially stationing retrograde in Gemini on that day. Here's why it's a little special. I also have a Mars retrograde. Specifically, I was born under a Mars retrograde cycle in Gemini. And Mars, of all the planets, has a retrograde cycle the least frequent, okay? So it it stations retrograde the least out of all of the signs. And because of this, actually, um, this means that It takes a long, long time uh, to have like a true planetary return under that retrograde cycle. So let me explain that for any beginners. A return is when a planet comes back to the same spot it was in when you were born. Now, Mars moves about, uh, it's about every two years um, (coughs) to make one full revolution around the sun which means it comes back to the same spot it was in when we were born, roughly around every two-ish years or so. Now, if you were born under a retrograde of a certain sign, because it retrogrades so much fewer than other uh, planets, it takes Mars, mathematically, it has been over 30 years since the last time Mars was specifically retrograde in the sign of Gemini. Mars went retrograde before or since then. But in the sign of Gemini, it has not since 1990, which is when I was born. So uh, this is just interesting, obviously, when I saw that Mars was going to be going retrograde in Gemini this year. I already, my ears perked up, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, that hasn't happened before. I haven't had that. Um, And then when I saw that the official date that it stations retrograde was on my birthday, I was like, holy shit. I don't know exactly what that message means yet, spirit, but I'm working on it. I'm unfolding that rose. Don't you worry. Um, Here's the deal. 
Again, I would definitely check out that retrograde guides on my blog if you're a member. If you're not already a member, you only have to even be on for $5 a month to get access to this retrogrades article. Um, If you're not a member, you already have access to the previous episode I did on retrogrades, okay? So you, you can also listen to that. But in general, I want you to know that a Mars specifically going retrograde is going to bring some dysfunction because Mars is how we physically move and get shit done. It is a hundred percent going to affect that. That's a retrograde is going to affect that. When Mars is retrograde, I cannot emphasize this enough. And I already emphasize this plenty with the other retrograde cycles of other planets, but especially with Mars. Hear me. Hear me. You need to practice mindfulness. This is in the sign of Gemini. Really giving a fuck about being mindful, specifically with your actions. Thinking and instinct, the goal should be to get them on the same wavelength. Okay, that should be the goal, not tossing our instincts and our actions out the window, but not tossing our thinking first out the window either. Getting them as aligned and on the same wavelength as possible would be a wonderful, wonderful piece of advice for a Mercury, sorry, for a Mars retrograde in Gemini. Uh, This also means that mindfulness and anything that brings you peace or clarity of mind, any kind of stillness of the mind, going to be highly, highly beneficial during this Mars retrograde. Create, remember like we started out, create that stillness for yourself. Create that quiet place and that peace of mind and that clarity for yourself. So this is a great time to be really looking up and researching mindfulness practices, techniques, tips, following those types of people on your social media, really filling up your feed with that type of content. That would be a very, very beneficial thing to do this retrograde cycle. All right, everybody. There's a lot um, to take into consideration with these ingresses, with Mars coming up. Of course, all of our planets they're always making all kinds of moves up there too. God, we would spend hours and hours and hours together every Monday if we went over all of them, which I would love as much as you. But alas, we have some things to do, don't we? So what I wanted to offer you today is a tarot card pull. Um, I'm just going to pull a single card for everybody not a full reading, um, and we're not pulling from the numinous or an oracle deck today. We're going with the good old-fashioned, well, old-fashioned for that witch podcast, the Deviant Moon Tarot deck, because this is our OG deck, you guys. We've been using the Deviant Moon Tarot deck here on the show since the very, very beginning, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I totally bought this deck at the same time that I released the show, and I <clears throat> I had always, I got it with the intention of doing my collective readings with all of you with it. So I hope that you feel special. And I hope that you feel that magic from this deck every time I use it and post the pictures of it. Okay, which the card is already in your Cosmic Quickie, of course. 
Oh my God, beautiful. <clears throat> Today we have the Queen of Wands. And guess what? You can't see me, but I totally reflexively just presented the card as if there's a camera in front of me, <laughs> which there is not. And you cannot see me. Hey, neighbor. I want to take a moment to thank our episode sponsor for today, the Goddess Provisions Monthly Subscription Box. Receiving this monthly box of magic has become such a favorite and sacred form of my self-care every single month, and I can't even forget to do it because it gets delivered right to my door. Every box is a specially curated theme, and all of the items regularly retail over $100 consistently. Plus, you're helping to support and find more small business and makers as well. You can get your box for just $33 a month, plus free shipping in the U.S. Get yours today and support that witch podcast by using the link in our show notes below. <clears throat> Queen of Wands upright. I love this, especially because we are leaving off today talking about Mars retrograde in Gemini. So... Queen of Wands is 100% that energy that I'm talking about of aligning and bringing together our instincts and our intuition and our thinking, right? All of it needs to be working together. There is not a hierarchy. They are one cohesive system and all of the parts and pieces nurture one another and encourage one another's potential and strengths. So if you find that you feel you've been disconnected from your intuition, or maybe on the other side, you find that your mind has not felt like a safe, quiet, sacred space. Maybe your actions have felt like, oh my God, no matter what I do, I just feel like I've been doing the wrong thing. Wherever you're feeling an imbalance or a disharmony, I want you to pause. And I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to create that stillness for yourself. I want you to create that alignment for yourself. You are a powerful ass energy worker. And I promise you that you can bring all of those vibrations together. You can harmonize the thinking, the thought, with the action and the movement. I'm totally channeling this right now. I feel this like, whew, this is a very, very, very strong message from this card. And I hope you can see on your email the fucking power stance <laughs> that this queen of, Wand, queen of Wands has. She has quite a hold on me right now. <coughs> I want you to remember that at any moment when things feel out of balance and that shitty no harmony and it's all scattered and it feels like everything's out of whack and you just don't know what the next step is, I want you to stop, pause, take a deep breath, create that stillness for yourself. You can do this with open eyes. You can do this with closed eyes. But I want you to remember that all of these parts and pieces work together, not one over the other. Your mind is not here to imprison you. That's not its purpose. Your actions and movements are not here 
to sabotage you. That's not their purpose. Remember, like we've talked about here before, these things, a lot of power comes to us when we remember. These things aren't happening to me. They're happening for me. What is being revealed here? And how can I bring these parts of myself into alignment, into cohesion with one another? (sighs) I'm sending you so much fiery, powerful queen of wands energy right now from my heart to yours. And I just, mm, I hope that you can feel that right now. And I hope that this is the message that you were seeking and you were needing today, whether you knew it or not. So thank you so much for taking your time with me today and every day. I appreciate every single one of you more than you know, all of you neighbors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope that you have a beautiful week this week. I am sending you all the love, all the magic into this eclipse. I promise, I promise, no matter how intense it feels, it must be bringing you something intensely magical, okay? I love you. Make sure you stay safe and stay magical out there. much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in that witch school, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood. 